It's all about the bay, the Morecambe Bay podcast. There used to be a comic back in the day who joked about people in Morecambe watching the traffic lights change for something to do. Colin Crompton's words certainly struck a chord in the town, which once had illuminations, according to some, that rival Blackpool's. Last year, a new form of light entertainment was on show in the town. Baylight attracted 20,000 people, which in February isn't ongoing. So, how will the second year electrify visitors? Robinson, you're the creative director of Baylight Morecambe. Second year, no pressure then on making it as good as last year, because last year it was packed, wasn't it? 20 odd thousand people visiting. It was, it was amazing. And we were standing out here on the, on the part of the walk here, and uh, I remember just seeing this absolutely packed with people, and it was fantastic. And, and it was such a joy to see people enjoying the installations that we programmed and coming out despite the weather. Um, to just see something different and there was such a range of pieces and I hope we can replicate and, and go even better this year. So we just tried to do something different and something specific for Morecambe and we had a, such a range of, of, of projects last year from all sorts of international artists and this year we decided to focus more on UK artists and celebrating uh, local artists as well um, and we sort of took the theme of of the coast really and, and the natural beauty and the power of nature and the co- the sea and uh, the wildlife that's here and, and thinking about the environment as well uh, without being stuffy about it actually we've got some really crazy interventions happening like you said giant tentacles coming out of the top of the winter gardens can't wait it's, to see that I yeah <laughs> no me, ne- me neither it's going to look like a sort of giant you know alien marine creature has sort of taken over the the building and inside the building we've got a lovely new piece of work as well but we've got pieces that kind of replicate kind of the, the nature and the, the look of a wave um, a lovely big piece by a company called Squid Soup on the stone, stone Jetty. A piece that kind of like sends signals that you kind of create up into the sky. And we've not only got those pieces of and interventions along the way, but we've also got loads of different lighting uh, on buildings. The Midland Hotel, who's sponsoring that kind of additional lighting trail, have big beams coming off their building, big ones off the sailing club, and all sorts of bits and pieces highlighting some of the kind of key features of the of the of the 1.5 kilometre stretch that we're using, um, and just making them different in a way we've got the mountainscape that's all going to be in uv and people can go in and take pictures in that area and stuff for kids you know interactive floor projections that look as if they're walking over ice and making cracks or footprints in the sand so just really fun things really that that kind of have that feeling of being at the seaside as well but on a cold winter's night instead of a summer day well paul angus thanks very much for talking to the walker bay podcast your exhibition is called chain balls tell us a bit about it uh well the chain balls is as the name would suggest, it's it, balls of chain, um, uh, but it, 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 it's, it's more than that. It came as an idea. I work in uh, metalwork, uh, metal fabrication, so all day I'm surrounded by metal items, metal products, um, and lots of spare materials that we see that are used for jobs and things. And as I'm working or as I'm in the workshop, I see these items and they just get logged. And it might be when I have a bit of quiet time later in the day or before you go and sleep and they'll pop back into my mind and I will think what that could be used for. And one of the items was chain balls. We had some chain and uh, it, might, it just popped into my mind about the uh, using the chain, welding the links together to create different shapes. Um, 
and the most detailed is a is a ball really a sphere there's quite a connection obviously with the sea and the chain um, and the, the the light source is the most important thing for me because of the, the shadows that it casts um, where they're going to be situated on the rocks the rocks some of the rocks are lower some are higher uh, so it will create um, different lights and shapes and yeah they'll scatter nicely I think yeah yeah you're a local artist as well, so the fact that you're doing something for your hometown, you know, getting involved in this must be quite proud. But what do you think of Baylight, the idea behind it? Because I'm sure we're probably about a similar age, you're probably a bit younger than me, but you probably remember Morecambe Illuminations from years ago. So how do you view this now? What do you think of it? I do, I do remember um, <laughs> the Morecambe Illuminations, and I remember as well going, making the annual pilgrimage down to uh, Blackpool as well to see the, those illuminations. And, um, yeah, it does make me very proud. I grew up in Lancaster and Morecambe, went to school in the area, um, and uh, I now live in the area, I have family in the area, all my family and extended family all live in Lancaster and Morecambe. Um, and yeah, so there is a real sense of pride to be a local artist exhibiting, exhibiting here, and it, it, I was very proud that they asked, that they asked me to, uh, to show my piece here. What is it about lights, do you think, the illumination that just kind of, you know, conjures up people's imaginations and gets people interested? Because, you know, electric's been around for well over a century now, and yet it's still, I don't know, looking dry on the promenade tonight. You know, every time you see something slightly out of the ordinary, different coloured lights, it just makes you want to stop and stare, doesn't it? It does, it does. Uh, you know, and, and like you're saying, further to that point about uh, fireworks have been uh, have been around even, even further. And I think that certainly with fire, People are just drawn to it, the lights and how they dance and it, I think people are drawn to light and especially with the backdrop of the bay um, at night you have that perfect, um, perfect inky black backdrop with which to put your um, put the pieces on display on display there. I'd be quite resilient because I imagine that you know, in February there could be a few storms, there might be a few <laughs> yeah, of, yeah. you know high tides, things like that. So how do you make sure that actually they'll, they'll last the week? Yeah, well the um, the pieces themselves are all made from reclaimed chain. Um, so they've all been used in heavy industry in the local area. So I use local um, scrap merchants um, and uh, old uh, chain testers. So if the chain fails a test, then instead of it going um, to to uh, to scrap, it then comes through to me, and then I, I keep all the chain together, I categorise them by size, and once I feel I've got enough to do a certain size chain ball, then I can put them all together. So some of the chain might have been used for the last 30 years in fishing or some other industry in the local area, and then it comes through to me, and then I weld it um, all together, and then I coat it in a clear... Um, like an epoxy coating, like a lacquer, and then it will just last. It will last, you know, a good while. But as I say, these things because they're welded all together, and each chain is welded to the chain next to it and above and below. It's a very strong structure within itself. Yeah. So it's green. It's environmentally friendly as well. It's reusing. Yeah. You know, rather than something that would go to scrap, it's been used for an artistic form. It's yeah, that's it. I think as well the fact that the the um, uh, the chain has been used. It has a, a rust and a patina to it, which it, it, it gives it sort of like a, a woody or a chocolatey sort of texture. Um, which, when you put it all together, it, it, it really gives it a warmth. And you, you put that against the, the light within, and it sort of seems to draw you in. You want you, you're attracted by the outside shape and the chain, but then also you're drawn in to have a look at the light.
Volunteers play a major part in staging the event. Johnny Bean is administrator of the community and trust company Morecambe Sparkle. Having put uh, the first year on, which went amazingly well, and we threw it together in just a very short space of time, I th we're just basically going to get something bigger, better, more pizzazz. I think we're going to see huge numbers along the promenade this year. Um, we, you already know probably that we've had to take the, pro the, the parade off of the promenade and onto the main road because uh, that was just staggeringly busy last year, uh, despite the bad weather, which we won't see any of this year. It's going to be beautiful. So I think, you know, you're going to see some amazing artworks, some fantastic light pieces, lots of things for the kids, lots of things for Grandad as well. So it's for everyone, everyone at all. And utterly vital town volunteers involved in such a big undertaking now, isn't it? It's a yeah. massive uh, organisation, isn't it? You simply cannot do it without the, the help of the volunteers. I mean, that can be... Um, traffic management assisting with all of that it can be running for the artists to kind of you know uh, it might just be fetching hot drinks for people as well as wandering up and down the prom handing out the program guides and telling people where to go and what's on and what time it's just not doable without the volunteers you know you just can't I mean it's a part-time team of about five or six people as it is so yeah we're thankful for everyone who gives up their time for this and it can volunteers can be people on the night they can also be people who are involved with us beforehand might be doing social media uh, they might be helping out with the website they might be just doing some of the planning volunteering with us and I've, this week I've had people on the streets delivering all the all the program guides around the Morgan bid shops and things all the levy payers shops so yeah it's a huge help Big job, it's a massive work. job and talking of volunteers Congratulations, Helen, welcome. Thank you very much, and nice to meet you. People may have heard your voice from somewhere else, perhaps? Uh, from well, The Archers, so I play a character in The Archers, I've been doing that for about ten years now, something like that. Come so. tell us the character. Uh, Hannah Riley, she's a bit controversial. So what's uh, Hannah Riley doing, involved in Baylight in Morecambe then? Uh, well, I live here, <laughs> she lives here, <laughs> I live here. Um, yeah, so I've, I've lived uh, just on the cliffs at Hesham for about uh, the last 12 years and I feel very passionately about the area and also, you know, about these big community events. So we're very lucky here, I think. We have the Kite Festival, we've got the Vintage Festival and all these things that bring everyone together, I think, especially after the obvious. Yeah. Um, I think these times are really special. So, yeah, I'm excited about this one. Were you here last year as well, then? I wasn't. I was away. I was on holiday last year. So, But I heard very, very great things. And We've, uh, we've specially allowed us to come in this year, even though she didn't join us last though, year. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People are already have already signed up, yep. haven't they? We've got quite a number of volunteers, but we could always use more. If yeah. anyone is interested in volunteering, head to the baylightmorecambe.co.uk website. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a special page on on there for volunteers and you can sign up I, I think it's just that thing again of, of helping to facilitate people having a really great time I think times are really difficult for families and for people these days even more than than they ever were and so just to have a, a free event for people to come to is just so incredible and it makes you feel so much pride if you live here as well in your own home turf because it's the most beautiful place I always say that it's just it's yeah. such a a hidden treasure in a way with the view and the ice swim in the sea and we you know we use what's on our doorstep so this will be a great addition so and we yeah. don't say it enough but it's a free festival everything you can come down for is free you might have to buy a sandwich or something like that and we hope you will mm -hmm. um, because this is this event is put on basically to support the local businesses in the area during those dark hopefully not wet months of February um, and I know last year the local businesses threw themselves behind it. They were absolutely fantastic. And we had reports of some businesses taking, you know, um, more in those three days than they would have done. Uh, well, they took enough 
to cover their rent for the year, that kind of thing. So we're amazing figures behind that. It's just astonishing. I think another thing that I've really noticed about tonight as well is at, at the launch is that people are, I've talked to some volunteers who they've just moved to the area for example and mm. how brilliant the first thing they think is how I'm going to meet people well I'll volunteer for this event I've spoken to three or four people in that situation tonight and that's so great because then that's also what they're getting they're giving something but hopefully it's reciprocal and they'll get that out of it and meet some new friends and make some connections it's good it sounds amazing the, the kind of line of the fact you've got tentacles of octopuses coming out of the winter gardens things like that it's going to be amazing yeah. isn't it are you, are you looking forward to it oh absolutely that one in particular looks very spectacular so i think there will be something amazing for everybody definitely Indeed. get their warm clothes on <laughs> all the ski gear they've yeah. ever owned yeah. <laughs> and all the hats and you know that they will make sure that they get regular breaks and so everyone you know look up it goes well i'm sure it will go well what, what a change from the day job as well this is completely oh, kind of great. different to what you do is it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah just yeah. something very different you know to be organizing rather than well just organizing myself normally isn't <laughs> yeah. but i'm quite enjoying <laughs> organizing other people for a change yes <laughs> helen longworth who plays hannah riley on radio 4's the archers talking to us at the launch of baylight 2024 Thanks for downloading this edition of the Morecambe Bay podcast. There are many more for you to enjoy. Just subscribe to make sure you don't miss out. And keep listening to the podcast that's all about the Bay. The Morecambe Bay podcast. Podcast.